We're starting Perik Dalad in Shara Yichud Ve'amuna. And the Alter Rebbe was discussing in the previous three prokim what is the idea of a fasting. And he said that there is something about fasting. Even though it's not part of Teshuva, it comes after Teshuva, but still... Uh, fasting could sometimes in the first period he said hasten up the kapore that comes mil mile for Christus and Mrs. Bezdin uh, sometimes it's considered to uh, to be uh, something like the carbon oil like the oil sacrifice which came after uh, one has already uh, brought the carbon has already done sugar you bring a carbon oil to be appeased and accept by a Kodesh Baruch like before and he said, he talked about the Arizal who brought down the various different fasting for the various different sins and what happens if you do it several times and based on that. And then he gave you the advice that maybe once in your lifetime to so do it three times. He talked about the fact that we can't fast, so we, most of it we have to redeem through Tzedakah. Made the compromise, this was a discussion before, to fast half days for some things, some things not. You can see that the Alter Rebbe elaborated before. But now he's going to go back to the main topic, which is which he wants to bring out that all this is the second step. The first thing is the second step. But the first thing we have to do the first step. The first step is do teshuva. That's the first thing. So we have to explain what is the idea of teshuva, and he's going to explain the way the teshuva is according to the Kabbalah, according to the Zoyer. It's not means just teshuva uh, to return to Hashem, not to do so, as he said before. But something else happens at the time when we do Teshuvah. When we do Teshuvah, it's Toshuv Hey. <coughs> teshuvah means it brings back the Hey. Now, the name of Hashem, and it's going to explain that we actually blemish the name of Hashem. The Yidden have the name of Hashem in them. Their Neshama comes from the Yudke Vovke. And when we do an Avera, we blemish our connection to Hashem. Uh, returning to Hash, returning the hay would sometimes mean tshuvetato, which means returning the lower hay, the one that comes after the hay, bring it back to the vov. Teshuvah the higher level of tshuva would mean bringing back <coughs> the upper level of hay to the yud, so it should be yud kei vov kei. He's going to explain how the uh, yidden are really a part of the name Yudke Vavke, how an Avera causes these separations from the haze that they separate from the name of Hashem, and how through Teshuva we have to return that. And that comes the first thing before we even start talking about uh, fasting. And it's going to elaborate about uh, how the things, our relationship with Hashem works, and how come we see sometimes people live good lives even though they have punishments that they were supposed to die. And they still live, so it's going to be a, a lengthy explanation. The next few problems. So let's continue in Perik Ulam, however, everything that we mentioned earlier about the fastings that we say that come uh, in association with teshuva, who made a levat. That is only meant. This whole this, the whole fasting is only meant to complete the atonement and to clean the soul to Hashem, which means they fully clean to Hashem, which means you already did Teshuvah, and you already been forgiven, and to complete it, so they should be lerotzin, chaviv, like a carbon afterwards, like the carbon oil, so then you needed to do the fasting. Uh, so this comes, achar ha-teshuvah, k'moshin le'il, magmorim as articulated earlier from the Gemara in the first chapter of Zavachim, that over there it says the oil 
is a doira, the oila is doiran hil achar shiritsa haprakli duchulu. That the oila, which is the fast, corresponds to the oila that one brought. And that's not only, as we said, for Christus and Mrs. Bezdin, which the Brahisi said that's Yisurim. That's for all mitzvahs. So there was an oila that after you have an intermediate, you have the praklit uh, who goes ahead and speaks to the king on your behalf to forgive you. And then once he forgives you, so in order for you to be accepted to the king as you were before, then you send him a gift. That is the idea of the fasting. But what is the beginning? How do you start the mitzvah of teshuva? What is the main meaning of teshuva? It's not that gift. It's not the fasting. It's loshuv ad Hashem. To return to Hashem. To return to Hashem means to return to Hashem. Means to bring back also the hay to the shame havai as we're going to see. With truth and with a complete heart. That is teshuva. So we are forced to now to explain well with a good exp- wide explanation to, by introducing first this that the Holy Zohar writes as he explains the word of Tshuva by the way of the secret, by the way of the Kabbalah, the esoteric way. It says Toshuv Hei, that you should return the Hei, so that the letter, the Hei from the Shem should uh, go back to this. So he wants to explain that. So we're saying over there, hey, tato, the lower level of the hey is shuba tato. That is, which means when you return the letter K to the letter Vav, and then you have hey ilah, the upper level of the hey, the yud K is shuba ilah, that's the uh, uh, elevated level of shuba. So Bringing back that level, the hate to the youth is the elevated tshuva, and bringing back the hate to the vav is the low level of tshuva. So we had to explain that what is this idea, and how, how does it mean the bigger level, the lower level of what makes the blemish, and the upper, lower level, how do we turn this, as well as. But also, we need to also explain, need to explain this, Mashakos Bezoyer HaKodesh Bechsas Mekoymis. This, that the Zoyer writes in, 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 in some places, She ain't tshuva mayeles lepoigim b'risoy, that Teshuvah will not have to one who blemishes his covenant, the bris, and he wastes he puts out seed to waste. Vuhu, uh, and the uh, statement is Dover Tamur. This is very surprising. How could there be something that you can't do Teshuvah for? Ma'achar, We know that nothing stands in the way of Teshuvah. Everybody can always do Teshuvah. How could the Zoyar say, that it doesn't, you can't do tshuva for that. Even such sins as idol worship and prohibited relationships, uh, intimate relationships that are prohibited. We are also, now over there, we find that the Torah says that one must even let himself to be killed and not violate those Averis. There's only three Averis, Gilarayas. And Abaydazora, the Khulu, etc. It doesn't bring down Shvichas Domin. But over there, we know that you can still do tshuva for them. And yet, here you're telling me for Moitzilovatola that there is no tshuva. So why does it mean there's no tshuva? So Pedish Bereshis Chokma. So the Reshis Chokma explains this. Shakavona Sazoyar, that what the Zoyar means is Shain Tshuva Ilah. 
שאין מאלס תשובת התוק עם תשובי לא וכו'. So what it means is there means that for this sin it won't help to do the lower level of teshuva but the upper level of teshuva. When it says it doesn't help teshuva, it means the lower level of teshuva doesn't help to it. So, uh, so also to understand this, so here we see also what we brought out before, teshuva law, teshuva tatoa, so we see that for some sins, or for this sin particularly, it doesn't help teshuva tatoa, you only need teshuva law. What does that mean? To understand this a little bit, a little bit of a little bit. As the Rebbe says, it means a little bit in quantity and a little bit in quality. Nothing standing fully, but just a, a little bit. Even though the Rebbe says, Barchoves Habir before, he said before, I'll explain it widely. But maybe to understand it, you can only understand a little bit. But the, he's going to uh, articulate this. We have to explain this, that it's. Uh, explained or articulated from the verse and from the words of our masters, our teachers, Zuchranim Levracha, their blessed memory, their memory for a blessing. So we have this concept, so we're trying to be, understand this first, we have to first understand the Kodos Yemisim Then we'll understand the relationship with Hashem, what it means, the Kodos. So, but first we have to understand in the very simple meaning what is the idea of Kores and Mitzvah Sometimes when you do a certain Averis, the Torah says that the punishment for that is Kores. And some Averis, the punishment for that is Mitzvah B'deshemayim. So we know that if one violated the sin which you are liable for Kores, you would actually die. It wasn't a spiritual death. It wasn't a substitute death. It wasn't. It was not that you would get poor. You wouldn't get. It would be meis mamish. You would actually die before chamishim shona. So we see that it's that it means literally And sometimes when the uh, and this is there's different uh, opinions exactly. This is one that ever points out what age exactly 50, 60. But it says when a person gets the misa. And by the hands of the heaven, meis mamish. Again, this is a literally death would take place before the person reached koydem shishim shona, a physical death of the body before the person turns sixty. And he brings an example: Kichananya ben Ezer and Novi ben Yirmiyah, the story of Chananya ben Ezer, the prophet in Yirmiyah. Over there, this is a whole discussion about this also because over there was a Novi. Uh, he gave a false prophecy. Why does the Alter Rebbe bring this down over here? Seems a little bit uh, difficulty because you're trying to point out that these deaths that the Torah talks about, the Misevide Shomayim and Kodesh are literally, not just figuratively, they literally mean. Because like the Ramban he brings down, he says Kodesh means to cut off your soul. You know, there's other things that doesn't mean Physically, you're going to die before you're 50, or physically, you're going to die before you're 60. They say it means other spiritual levels. But the Rebbe says, no, it's, it's literally. So, why are we bringing down a Marshal Chanaim? That was, he'd give you a full prophecy. A false prophecy is, um, um, a false prophecy is, by, by the base, that will kill a person. A Navi gives a false prophecy. So, and also, so the Rebbe says that what, what he wants to bring from here is just that death take actually place. And over there also the death happened immediately. So Rebbe says, explains, because he was a Novi and we didn't know at the time that it was false. And he just wants to bring the idea 
not generally that about 50, 60, doesn't have a, a proof that a person died at the age of 60 or the person died at the age of 50, but he wants to just prove that when we talk about death, we're actually talking about literal death. Over there, it says that the Abishter, he actually killed him. He was dead, that he died. Because the Abishter killed him over there because he was, it was a different kind of an Avera. But he says, well, when the Abishter says you get cut off, when the Abishter says you're going to die, he actually dies. So it's not like a, a, anything a literal. So that's why he brings the, the proof from there. Uh, and he says, for the Lufamim, Gabi Misa, that's what he says. So it doesn't mean that by Mishamayim, which was the Aveda of Erva Oinon, they were Zerazel of Atala. So they were also uh, died uh, immediately. They used to kill them. So even though we just said by 60, they're going to wait. No, he says, Lavdavke. You know, sometimes it happens, I guess, no later than, than 60. Uh, so therefore, we see that um, people that were guilty of death actually died before, doesn't mean at the age of 60, it means they'll die before they reach the age of 60. So the question is, so what, what, is the, what is the bottom line? The bottom line is we're trying to understand. So here you see that the Pasuk says that, or for the Chazal we see that there's Kodesh and everything else, and that means literally. But on the other hand, we see people are guilty of these Averis and everything, and they live a good life. You know, they're not only not Bezdin. we find many people that were guilty of Christus and Mrs. Bezdin, and yet, with pleasantness, which means they don't even have a level like in the Pasik, it, it says, for example, it says, it says about, about Moshe Rabbeinu, go back because they died. So Rashi says over there, they died means they became poor. So they went down from their, they lost their money. So they're called, they, they died. Okay, but here we see these people have long lives and they live with them pleasantness. They're not suffering, there's good. So how do we explain this, that the people that violate the Averis actually, um, Died during that time. The Rebbe is going to explain uh, how it works is that there is two different ways of getting chayas of, of the Abishtar, as we're going to see. There's the direct way, the, man, the way it's meant to be, it is meant to get from the direct way. In other words, he's connected to Hashem, and there is a channel, and that channel is actually closed up, that gets cut off uh, like a string, as Dalta will explain. Mm. But then there's a possibility of getting in a roundabout way. So the life that they get is not really a direct life from Hashem. It's not a life that was, it's given to them. So there's other ways that they, they live. And there's, there's that possibility too. Uh, in the time of Golus, the connections are, there's other connections, other forces that are, as we'll explain, inside um, you know, further on.